Countdown to kickoff continues ahead of week eight. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And on the call on CBS Sports, it's analyst Charles Davis, our good friend, back at it again. The old Jaguars-Steelers matchup to get you going, right? Oh, man, exciting, right? This feels like back to the future, doesn't it? Because of all the times in the past. And what I like is both of these teams have that same identity that we remember. Because the Jags kind of lost that for a while. And what I mean by that is tough, hard-nosed, just that old-school identity, you know? Meet you in the parking lot on Sunday. You want to throw down? I'll be there. I'm still remembering Marcus Stroud, John Henderson. Just beat you to a pulp. Donovan Darius coming up from the secondary. Laying wood. Steelers have always had that. We know that. Their down year is nine and eight now because we play 17 games. That's where we are. But both teams collisions, <laughs> body on body. And that team has it now. I know Doug Peterson's an offensive coach. That's what his reputation is. But Mike Caldwell's defense, oh, they're going to strike you now. <laughs> I mean, you watch it from every level. They're going to strike you. This is going to be fun. Charles, this Jaguars team won four games in four stadiums in three cities over a seven-time zone span uh, to go from one and two to five and two. What does that tell you about the resilience of the team as a whole and the coaching and the leadership of this team? Well, it just tells you that they have a plan. They put it into effect. They have a better team. And when you have a better team, you can handle a lot of things because – a Jaguars team of three, four years ago with that, no shot. And even if they'd handled it well, no shot. They weren't good enough. But now they're good enough. They have a plan. They have a head coach who's like, um, that's what's on the schedule. We're going to go play it. But here's how we're going to get there and handle it as best we can. And I think that it was somewhat fortuitous that they like being London's team. Okay, cool. You want us to stay for two weeks? No problem. Well, that second week there, I think, played a big part in beating Buffalo. I don't want to take any credit away. What they did on the field was outstanding. But Buffalo was trying to figure it out. Having been there for almost two weeks, I think it helps. And Jacksonville took full advantage of it. But I just like the fact that they don't care. Okay, this is where we go. This is when we play. This is when we show up. Here's the preparation we're going to use to get there. Now let's go turn it loose. And they've done it. Charles Davis, CBS Sports, with us Thursday night, this past Thursday night in the Superdome. The Jaguars went in with some question marks. Obviously, uh, the quarterback was a game-time decision. There was the pregame warm-up. He was good to go. He wore the brace on the left knee. And lo and behold, he's the leading rusher in the game somehow with a yep. bad knee and just fought his way through that game. And they found a way to win that game as well. But that tells you a whole lot about Trevor Lawrence and his perseverance and his want to be out there to lead this team. Absolutely. Quarterbacks, just by being quarterbacks, sometimes get that, oh, how tough are they type of a deal. I'm old enough to remember when quarterbacks were a lot tougher than people ever gave them credit for because you and I both know if we punch up the NFL films on YouTube or whatever right now, and watch what a quarterback at what a quarterback went through getting hit in the pocket in the 1980s and the 90s versus now, and there were no flags. A referee would come by and go, "You okay? You getting up?" That was it. I mean, you darn near took a two by four and hit those guys. And back then, those quarterbacks were of a certain size, right? Of a certain dimension. 
Think about those quarterbacks of those days, Marino, Jim Kelly, Boomer Esiason, Phil Sims, Jim McMahon. Now McMahon, he 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 took a lot of hits, but he always he would play through when he could. But he ended up missing it. A lot of those guys didn't miss games. They they dragged themselves back. Steve McNair's toughness is legendary. Now what those hits are now flags, <laughs> suspensions, fines, all of those things. So it's a little bit different as we're going. Trevor Lawrence looks like an old school quarterback in dimensions. He looks like a new school quarterback when the hair flows out of the helmet and he takes his helmet off and everybody goes, my God, look at him. He, you know, he looks, he looks like the, you know, your next door pretty guy. But his ability to play through things and toughness, what he did Thursday night in New Orleans, that's where all the memes of, that's my quarterback, actually apply in a positive manner. Because now you can rally around that quarterback. Your team will rally around you. Your defense will go look at our quarterback. We can play for him, not just your offense. The rest of the team just goes, my goodness, we got a tough guy quarterback. And, and JP, you know, you've been around this league. Any team that has a tough guy quarterback is well ahead of the game because the rest of the team will buy in on you now. They don't grow on trees either, Charles no. uh, Charles it's Davis. Hard to do. It's hard yeah. to do. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Charles Davis with us, CBS Sports. You know, this this offense really hasn't had its full arsenal a lot this season. Zay Jones has missed four games, and he's had to come out of two others with his knee issue, so he's really only finished one game this year. When he's out there, that kind of changes the whole coverage idea for defenses, and then the running game can get involved. Travis Etienne stepped in and scored two touchdowns and now three straight games, the first Jaguar to ever do that. But when they're at full strength, and you've seen them this year, um, what can they be? And they I don't think they've touched that uh that you know ultimate Jaguar offense production that they're hoping for this year. No, I think that they can be the type of team that has answers for whatever you throw at them. Okay, you want to pressure Trevor Lawrence? I think he handles blitz as well and will step up in the pressure and can get rid of it quickly to people, right? He has people to do that. You want to give him time and drop back? He'll survey the field and have the patience and take the check downs when necessary to keep it going. What's the expression all the quarterbacks do use? You never go broke taking a profit, right? Okay, so I can speak a little quarterback myself, all right? The running game with ETN. I think the offensive line is starting to really develop their own identity because last time we saw you, JP, you're getting ready for a game with Kansas city and you had offensive linemen who were really dinged up and we weren't sure they could go. Every one of them went in that game. So that tells me something about that offensive line. Now you got Cam Robinson back. Didn't have him last time we saw you. I'm not sure about Walker little and his ability to play left guard yet. We shall see. But Tyler Shatley, he's like, hey, anytime you want me to play, I'm here for it. Fortner, Sheriff. And I really think Antoine Harrison's coming along nicely as a rookie at right tackle. I think they're starting to take on some tough guy, you know, vibes of their own. But I do think that they have the mobility to move in the run game when you want them to. They will take care of their quarterback. As I said before, whatever you want to throw at them, I feel like this offense is starting to develop the idea that we've got answers for it. You want to let us run it, we'll run it. You want to let us throw it, we'll throw it, whatever fashion that, that may be. But the last thing I'm going to say is, ETN at running back, one day you'll have to explain to me the idea that, that there was a coaching staff that said we're going to make him a slot receiver, period. Please, one day we have to have that conversation because that made zero sense.
Charles Davis. Yeah, today's not that day. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers have won two in a row now. Um, are they back? Are they on track? Are they uh, they were a little underachieving early in the season? What are they now? I think back is too strong. Are they on better course? Absolutely. Their issue to me is nothing that's new, nothing that I'm going to identify that you haven't either read, seen, heard. Their ability, their inability to start faster on offense is the puzzler for them. Kenny Pickett does a wonderful job as their quarterback down the stretch, and he's won some big games in the fourth quarter, going back to Baltimore on a Sunday night as a rookie, going back to Baltimore this year, earlier this season, going back last week to Los Angeles and taking on the Rams on the road. I think it's the first time they won out on the West Coast in 10 and 10 tries or something like that. But you can't live like that. That is not a 17-game winning formula. Tim Tebow did that well for the Broncos and went to the playoffs, even threw a touchdown pass to to Bebe, right, (laughs) to Demarius Thomas on a beautiful throw against Pittsburgh in the playoffs. But is that sustainable where your defense has to hang in there every week? You can be 5 of 17 going into the fourth quarter and snap it together and win. It is not sustainable. Kenny Pickett knows it. Pittsburgh knows it. I think they asked Mike Tomlin about, hey, do you ever dream about him in consistency? He said every day. But he loves Kenny Pickett. He knows that he can get there. Getting Deontay Johnson back at receiver will help them do that. But they've got to find a way to play better earlier and take some of the pressure off of their defense, which continues to be what Pittsburgh always has, an excellent defense. You're safety by trade. So when you see Najee Harris coming in the open, what's your plan? (laughs) Um, find another profession is the first plan. All right. Well, am I crazy? But you know, with Pittsburgh, Jalen Warren doesn't have the same dimensions, but runs with the same force. And that's what you got to deal with with them. It's supposed to be a change up because Warren looks different, but he provides some great thump as well. But Harris is is the type of back that can be your four-minute offense closer. And he helped do that in Los Angeles last week with the last touchdown to, to get it done. But that's a lot of man coming at you. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So what you're hoping is there's not a lot of open field before you get there. You are telling your defensive front, you're telling your linebackers, guys, 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 no big creases and holes where he gets a 10-yard run up and then it's just me and him. Because if that's the case, their, their theme music may be playing, not ours. Najee could jump over you as well and run for <laughs> you about. Could, you could do that too. We've seen that before. It would hurt less, but it might be more humiliating. Oh, it would hurt more. I think uh, <laughs> your pride would be injured. You'd be on the injury list next week. <laughs> hey, yeah, why is Davis not playing this week? Pride. Pride. Yeah, it's a problem. Hey, um, are you buying the Jaguars, or is this kind of the turning point for you? Buying. You don't even need to finish that one. I'm buying them because that Kansas City game told me a lot. Yeah, they walked away with a loss, but was I think five times inside the 20-yard line, no touchdowns in that ball game. Some of it, you have to give credit to Kansas City for good stout defense. Two throws that I remember, that I know Trevor Lawrence, I'm pretty sure would sit here and go, yeah, I think you're right about that. I missed those. They had opportunities. And you know, teams that are learning to win go through games like that. It happens. I mean, you don't just automatically go from – that too oh yeah we got it all covered you will have some of those bumps along the way Kansas City this year to me has shown more of their metal than maybe in the previous four or five seasons just because their defense 
is really doing a lot to help carry that team, which they never did before. They were always, we play with a 14-point lead defense. This year, it hasn't been that way. And the defense is quietly one of the better ones in the league. So it wasn't like Jacksonville was working against the old Kansas City where you they could be had. So I really think that the Jacksonville looks good that way. And then, as you said, what they handled with the road, with London. And by the way, who'd they beat in London? Back-to-back weeks? Falcons and Bills. Falcons now lead the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Bills came into the, se- to the, the season as one of the nice picks for the Super Bowl, and rightly so. One of the better defenses in the league. They may be having trouble now, but when you played them, they were coming off of a dismantling of Miami. A dismantling. And Josh Allen had a perfect quarterback rating in that one. Those are legitimate wins. In New Orleans on a Thursday night, short week travel, one of the really good defenses in the league won that ball game. I'm buying this Jacksonville Jaguars team. And this is not a default winning the AFC South. This is a legit winning the AFC South potentially. They have to close it out. But whoever they deal with, I come back to the toughness. I come back to the confidence level. And I come back to a quarterback that continues to ascend. And that's what you're looking for come playoff time. It's a pretty good formula, sounds like to me. And I'm sure we'll be seeing you a lot down the stretch if that's the case as well, Charles. Always a pleasure. (laughs) Appreciate it. Okay with me. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Take care, JP.